This episode of the Bar Star Podcast is proudly brought to you by Louisville Music Studios, located at 4220 Trio Avenue in Louisville, Kentucky. Zip code is 40219, and the phone number for booking is 502-693-7462. Louisville Music Studios is awesome. That is where my home base is for my new secret project. And uh, they have been amazing. The staff is amazing. David Payne has worked on a really, really cool concept and brought it to life. Uh, and he is constantly making changes over there. It's an awesome place. You guys need to go check it out because not only is it an awesome place, but they're giving away something for free. David and I had a conversation and he decided to extend our offer with a two-hour minimum. If you call that number for booking to book some rehearsal time, you will get your first hour for free. Free shit. Who doesn't like free shit? We're musicians. Most of us are broke. So check them out. If you have not checked out Louisville Music Studios yet, you need to. Like I've said before, you can go in and rehearse for a couple hours. You can rehearse for an afternoon. You can set up a monthly rental so you can have a home base to work on I don't know secret projects whatever you want to so Louisville Music Studios is awesome you need to go check them out staff is amazing the gear is amazing the room is amazing I love them they love me and uh everything is just sunshine and fucking puppies oh yeah enjoy this episode of the show the bar star podcast is a show that aims for something a little different it's hosted by a drummer who thinks he's a musician but let's be honest I know and you know that drummers are not musicians, right? Or are they? Hang on a second. Who wrote this crap? This is garbage. Nobody's going to listen to a show put on by somebody they haven't heard of. Stupid. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Bar Star Podcast. I am your host, a allergy, head cold, having stuffed up Stephen O'Reilly. I want to thank you guys for coming back once again to hang out with my stuffy ass. Louisville in March kind of sucks sometimes. Four seasons. I saw four seasons. That was just this morning, but that's Louisville. I hope everybody is doing well. I hope everybody had a good week. And as always, I hope you guys went out and did some shit. Please take a moment to check out my sponsors, Prophecy Inc. and Louisville Music Studios. They both have some killer deals going on with their regular stuff. And if you go to Prophecy Inc., mention the Bar Star Podcast, you will get 10% off your tattoo by any artist in the shop. And if you call the number for booking for Louisville Music Studios... Mention the Bar Star Podcast, you will get your first hour for free with a two-hour minimum. So a lot of cool stuff going on. Obviously, like I just mentioned, I have a head cold or an allergy cold or Louisville's kicking my ass or I'm a wuss. I don't know. It's one of those. So I'm going to keep this open short. Uh, Besides that, this episode is chock full of squirrel nuts. That's right. I said squirrel nuts. I finally had a chance to learn some technology, kids. 
this is my first, my very first Skype podcast. My buddy Steve Owens, who has the Fascination Street podcast, first of all, before we even get to anything else, thank you, Steve, for helping me hook all this up, because I'm fucking dumb. He was kind enough to help me hook up my Skype and show me how to work it, show me how to do all that shit. So I figured what better way than to have him as my first Skype guest. So today I will be hanging out with my buddy, Steve Owen from the Fascination Street podcast. Steve lives in Texas. Uh, He's a good dude. We met through Angela Lisi. We talk about all that stuff in this conversation that him and I have. But be warned, be warned, be warned. A couple little technical glitches. But more than that, him and I go all over the fucking place. Squirrel nut city. But it was a lot of fun. I wouldn't change a thing. So if you get bored, well, then you suck. So hang out. Enjoy this conversation. You're going to learn a lot about Steve. Uh, he busts my balls. I bust his balls. It's all in good fun. But it was a great conversation I had with a great dude. He's got a really cool podcast. You guys have heard the ad on my show before. So make sure when you get done with this episode, you check out some of his episodes. He's had some really cool guests. And uh, I'm going to go fucking take a nap. On to my conversation with Fascination Street Podcast creator, owner, and master of his own domain, Steve Owens. Avoid legal snags by telling people they're being recorded. And you're pinking me. And you're pinking me again. (laughs) What are you doing? We're going to record it. Oh, we'll record it. That's not one of my options. I told you. It was earlier. I recorded the last time. Maybe it's not recording because I'm recording. You were recording last time. Or maybe you had stopped. Oh, so maybe you had probably stopped before I started. And so did you notice that there was two that there was two videos? Yeah, there was my, they were side by side, yeah. Yeah, but I mean there was two separate videos. There was the one that you recorded and then there was the one that I recorded. And those came through on both sides of the conversation. And they will always. Oh, your little plus sign on the bottom right's not there? Yeah, it's there, but my choices are hold call, turn subtitles on, and turn off incoming video. Uh, well, I think it's. I think because it sends the once you record, it sends that file to both of us. So I uh-huh. think we both can't record at the same time. Oh uh, well, um, guess who gets this one? Biatch. Both of us, because I'm recording audio through Total Recorder. <laughs> oh, you're a douche. And that comes through as two separate tracks. Because um, since I don't know how to do all the fancy compressing and moving and shit, mm-hmm. my volume is always wildly different than their volume. Right. And so I have to kind of adjust that volume and then marry the tracks and edit that way. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Got you. Got Plus, you, got you. I, you know, I, I don't stay up on the microphone. I have a tendency to start talking like this. Oh, I know. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Shows up. Said, oh, I know. <laughs> hey, at least I didn't say, oh, I know, bro. Like some bro. people I know. Hey, um, what what sticks do you play with? The ones that fit my hand. 
<laughs> That's the look you give your phone when I text you answers you don't want, isn't it? <laughs> this motherfucker. It's exactly. I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, Sean, look at this dick. Oh, my wife's name is Sean. So I'm like, Sean, look I at know. this dick. This motherfucker. All right. All right. Can we start my fucking show now? So how come um how come <laughs> Angela how come Angela Lisi's drumsticks are fucking twelve dollars? I don't know. That's about what they cost. Really? Yeah, sticks are expensive, dude. They're not so, cheap. And how come you don't how come you don't play better? I don't mean better. I mean how come you go through a fucking brick? <laughs> Like, cause you had talked about recently. <laughs> no, no, you had talked Fuck recently. You, I don't want you on my show. I haven't even introduced you yet. You're already busting my balls. I love it. Oh, have you hit record? Motherfucker, I've been recording for three minutes and thirty-five seconds. So, like, you you posted a picture, I think, of just like this fucking shredded wooden mess at like oh, yeah, yeah. on the floor next to your snare, I guess. Yeah. Um. So. So how come you go through a brick if those are so expensive? I mean, that's expensive. I had no idea. I thought oh, yeah. they were like five bucks. No. No, they're not. I mean, you can get away with buying cheaper sticks if you want to. They're not going to last that long. Um, and that right. particular picture that you're talking about was about seven days in a row of literally four and a half to six hours at a time straight shredding on some stuff so how many sticks was did you go through was it just one pair or did you break some or whatever oh no i i broke a shit ton probably in that seven day stretch i probably broke nice eight or nine seven eight nine something like that i didn't really count them i'm just trying to remember what's what was in my stick bag when i went to the store to get more <laughs> god damn <laughs> It's like seventy dollars worth of sticks. Oh yeah, it usually costs me between fifty and one hundred and twenty every time I go. It depends on how many there's is there. If if it's a brick, it's about one hundred and twenty, which there's twelve pair in a brick. Okay, good. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Can we start my show now? Yeah. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Fucking douche. Oh my god, you're so cute. <laughs> so the reason I was asking is because. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see Taco Mouth tomorrow, mm-hmm. and um, and so I wanted to, you know, get her a gift, and so I got her some sticks. Oh, nice! Very but nice. her her specific brand. I told her that you wanted to know what kind of stick she uses. You are a treacherous motherfucker. I'm a deceitful prick, my friend. Yeah, you think? How dare you? Dare you? <laughs> yeah, I figured that out about you. That's why I never answer your questions. <laughs> When I got that big ass package, pinky me, are you? When I got that big ass package, I was like, You have oh. a big ass package. Oh, no, I don't. I'm hung like a fire ant, dude. It's fine. So you're hung like a fire ant and you have breast implants? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I still don't know when this show is officially going to start. I am hanging out with my buddy who I have never met in person, and I'm looking at his face. And uh, wait, what the fuck is your name again? <laughs> oh my god, I'm so cute. Oh my god, you're not so cute. <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> Can't bullshit a bullshitter, brother. I am hanging out via Skype or via, as us white trash people say, with Steve Owens, who lives in San Antonio, Texas, and who is the owner, creator, and mastermind of the Fascination Street podcast. Word. <laughs> I give you a badass introduction like that off the top of my head, and you just go, word. <laughs> You're right. right. I should do better. Show's over, folks. See you guys later, and I love your faces. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and say, hey, go do some shit. <laughs> go do some <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> Seriously, what's going on, man? How are you? I am doing well, my friend. Um, I think finally maybe winter is over. Don't jinx it. I will drive to Texas and kick your ass. Last week, okay, so like the week before last, it was like 70, 80 on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday rolls around and it's fucking 26 degrees all week and raining. I work outside, Holmes. That's true. Did you just oh. call me Holmes? I live in San Antonio. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let, let's get the, uh, that's a half pinky. I don't like that. If you're going to pinky me, give me the full damn pinky. Uh, knuckle deep, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Show's going to go nowhere. This is going to be my favorite yes. episode ever. Yeah. Um, okay, so seriously, we are actually staring at each other on computer screens. The, the wonder of technology and every my listeners know I'm fucking stupid. So this is kind of cool for me. But let's get the, I guess, the introductory... Nope, that's the wrong word. Hmm. What's the right? What word am I looking for? We'll wait. Yeah, yeah hang on. I'll wait. <gasps> <laughs> I just wanted to see how long you keep a straight face. <laughs> Let's get the initial story out of the way, how you and I met. You and I met actually through an email. You had Angela Lisi on your show, and you had reached out to me to get if and correct me if I'm wrong, you've listened to all my episodes, you know my memory blows. You reached out to me to get a question to ask her to see if she could figure out who it was, correct? That's correct. And um that was the first time I had ever done that. I was your first. <laughs> so <laughs> Pinkies so the, up, bitches. Pinkies up. So the way that I uh sometimes prepare for a guest is I do a cursory search in, um, you know, like Apple podcasts or whatever and right. see if they've ever been a guest on another podcast, mostly because, uh, podcasts are longer format. And so they have a tendency to get into some stories that they might not get into in a shorter appearance. Right. right? Absolutely. And one of the clips that I found, or one of the podcasts that I found of her was somehow with you, and I don't know how, because it wasn't on your show. No, the the only one I knew that she did was the Working Drummer podcast. That's she, what it was. That's yeah, she was. talked about yeah. me for about five minutes, six minutes or whatever, which That's I thought was, was cool because my phone started blowing up and people knew that I was into podcasts and they were they were texting me going, man, you got to check out the show. Angela Lisi's talking about you. And I'm like, what the fuck are you? What? Yeah, what? Get out of here. And then I heard it and I went, oh, that's really, really cool. So I, we, I texted her and we got past that and then you reached out to me. So that's how, um, that's how I found your name. And then I, you know, it wasn't hard to find you after that, but that's, that's what it was. That's how we met. Are you saying I'm easy? Uh, I, 
didn't think I had to say it. I thought I was sort of sliding <laughs> that under the radar. <laughs> well, you know me, dude. If you're going to call a spade a spade, I, I call the spade a fucking shovel. So you have the Fascination Street podcast, which the past few months, my listeners have heard your ads at the end of my show promoting your shit. Thank you for that, sir. It's a beautiful ad. I love it. It's all right. I think you're going to have to work on it, though. No way, man. It's awesome. Uh, I do like that you that you kicked back. I like that you kicked back the first one I sent you. Know, you were like, nah, I don't, I don't know about all this. You got to redo that. I, did I? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, nah, dude. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, no, 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 no. You got <laughs> to redo that shit, brother. Anyway, so now that they put two and two together and they know that you are the Fascination Street podcast owner. How did you come to start a podcast? Because you haven't had it that long. You know, Actually, you and I, ironically, have had our shows about the same time. I my posted my first episode January 11th, 2018. Uh, my first one was July 3rd, 2017. So, so a year and a half. Yeah. You've been I doing got about six, six months longer, on yeah. 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 Which, I mean, it's still, it's not comparative. It's just kind of cool that we're on almost the same trajectory. Yes. And also, I think Jesse Vest, I think him and I started our podcast like within two weeks of each other, I think. The Crasher cast. Yep. I'm pretty sure that when I talked to him, it was within about two weeks. So I, Jesse made that announcement that he was starting the Crasher cast and he was starting a podcast. I texted him. I said, dude, I hate you. And he said, why? I said, because I've been wanting to start a podcast forever and you beat me to it. So we had this running joke for a long time. And then he had told me when he started it, he said, well, I don't plan on doing weekly episodes. I'm just going to do an episode when I can get one done. He said, so if you're actually going to really do it, and you're going to do it a weekly episode. You're already going to beat me. I said, this isn't about beating you. I just wanted to do something before you because you do everything in this damn town and it makes me sick. And he didn't answer me for like six months. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have a tendency to, uh, to have that effect on people. I don't know what you speak of. So how did you start your show and why? So I had been listening to podcasts for... Um, I think it was 2005 I started listening to podcasts. Right. And, um, you know, I was at the time I was working at a bank. And so I was not customer facing so I could listen to whatever I wanted. And I was listening to about, I don't know, between eight and 10 hours of podcasting a day. And, you know, all kinds of different stuff. Just all oh. kinds of, di yeah, right. I started off listening to um, audio fiction, like authors reading their books, sort of like an audible, but it was free. Right. Um, and then, uh, and then I started finding other podcasts like Corolla and, and Kevin Smith and, you know, all these other things. And so I was listening to all this stuff and I had been wanting to do it for a long time. And uh, a good buddy of mine, we worked at the bank together and we would always listen to different shit and podcasts and whatever. And um, he's about 10, 10 or 11 years younger than me. And so we talked about starting a podcast where it would be the two of us having sort of a different take because so i'm white and i'm 44 and he's hispanic and he's like i don't know 33 and so we talked about having a podcast where we would sort of talk about whatever's in the news but from two different perspectives because right you know two generations or whatever right and then right when we were about to pull the trigger on that i moved to louisville kentucky never heard of it it's near you it's not far <laughs> 
it's in the general area. Yeah, it's it's in between you and me. Uh, <laughs> that is so funny. And so when it's I move between you and me, it's it's literally it's between us. Did you just use um, the L word on my show? It was an accident. Oh, my wife says it the correct way though every Does single she? time. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. her, and I don't even know yeah, her. She's awesome. Yeah, you gonna correct it, or you just gonna pinky me? I'm just gonna pinky you. No. You only get two, and that wasn't one of them. No, I only get two. You get as many as you want. No. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Why are so we you, friends? <laughs> maybe we won't be by the end of this. <laughs> if all goes well, we won't be. Okay, wait, wait. I I interrupted you purposely because I, I haven't. I have a, a different question. Inside of the original question I asked you, why did you start listening to podcasts in the first place? And before you answer, the reason I did is because I learned so many songs and I'm always in doing music and all that kind of stuff. That was slick. I like that. I'm not even going to tell anybody what that was, but that was slick as shit. You're my hero. Um, I just got tired of listening to music and I needed something different. That's how I got into podcasting and why, as far as listening to them, how did you start listening to them? Were you kind of the same thing? You were just tired of music or? Yes. Um, so, you know, I was working in a bank and listening to, you know, the same, I don't know, 11 fucking songs over and over again <laughs> all goddamn day long. And I was like, oh, that's my God, the, there's got to be something else. That's called the, the chain of terrestrial radio, my friend. <laughs> well, so we weren't allowed to have a radio at our desk. Right. And so anything we listened to had to either be a CD that we put into our computer mm-hmm. or because uh, we couldn't stream anything either. So we could have a CD or we could have like a flash drive with MP3s on it and that's it. Oh, I got you. And so, you know, I got I just got tired of listening to the same fucking two CDs all day long. And so um, a friend of mine, that same guy, he he sort of introduced me to pod, not sort of, he introduced me to podcasting. And the very first podcast I ever listened to was Mark Hoppus's podcast. Never heard of him. You've never heard of Mark Hoppus? Mm-mm. Okay. I'm not being I'm not being funny. I really haven't. I, I have no idea who that is. He's the bass player for Blink 182. He plays a pink bass. There's only three people in Blink 182, and one of them's a drummer. Yeah, his name's Travis Barker. You can go fuck yourself. I know that. And then I'm not a real big Blink 182 fan. Well, I wasn't at the time either. But uh, he had Blink 182 had broken up, and so he was doing a podcast about. Um, because he started another band with Travis, and it was called um, Plus 44. Right. And so they were recording their first album, and every day when they would go into the studio, he would do a podcast about how it's going making that album. Oh, that's cool. And so that's what I was listening to. And it was called, uh, it was called, Hi, it was called Hi, My Name is Mark, and it was all one word. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's pretty cool. Okay, so back to the original. You and your friend at the bank were going to do a show together, and before you did, you moved to Louisville, which I still don't know where that is. (laughs) I'll send you a map. It's fine. I'll text text you a map. (laughs) Give me a fucking carrier pigeon, too. So I moved to Louisville, and he was like, oh, bro, I thought we were going to start a podcast. I really fucking hate you. Oh, uh, <laughs> <sighs> you got me, bitch. You got me. All right. 
Thank you. So he said, hey, man, I thought we were going to start a podcast, and now you're leaving. And I was like, well, just you can go ahead and just start it without me. Like, just do it. I mean, don't wait for me. I mean, who knows how long I'm going to be gone or if I'm ever coming back. Just fucking right. start it. And so he did. And um, I would call in sometimes and, and be a guest on his show. And then, you know, a year and a half later, I came back. And then I was on his show, like, every week. We just, I just would just go over to his house. And it sort of turned into our show. Gotcha. And then that was called Finding Stacks, S-T-A-X. It doesn't mean what you think it means. It's not like records or anything like that. Um, it was S-T as in Steve and then A-X as in Alex, which is his name. And so it was just going to be us. Oh, uh, look at you fuckers being all witty and stuff. Yes, we make that- out circus seals. So is he still doing his show or did you in the, in the course of doing that? Is that when you decided, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to do my own. So we were doing the show for together for probably somewhere close to a year, something like that. And then, right. um, I had become friends with a guy in, um, Los Angeles mm-hmm. and I was going to go visit him like for the first time, sort of like I'm friends with you and we've never met. Right. I was friends with this guy and we had never met. And so I was, he invited me to come over and I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. So I was going to go to LA. It was going to be my first time in LA. And I thought, well, this person is an actor who's been working since he's four years old. Right. And, And so that's at the time that was, you know, I'm like, oh, this guy's been a working actor for 57 years or fucking 54 years or whatever it was Uh, (laughs) and um (laughs) forever forever and so i was like i bet this dude has some motherfucking stories and so i decided because i had made a a bunch of other friends in the la area uh some of them in the podcasting world and i decided that what i was going to do was i was not going to go for just the you know day or two the weekend or whatever to hang out with him but i was going to throw a couple of days onto either side of that and right. then I was going to try to interview all of the people that I had become friendly with all at once. Oh, and that would, okay. that would give me a good jumping off point to start my own show. And I so got you. from that first trip to L.A., I think I got like eight or nine episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, eight or nine uh, interviews. And some of them were really long and ended up being double. So I got about 12 episodes out of that first trip to L.A. Oh, very cool. Very cool. So I'm assuming that. Because listeners of your show will know this, listeners of my show will not know this, that I did an ad for my show to be played on your show, just like you did an ad for your show to be played on my show. Yay, I did not fuck that up. Um, but oh, I, shit, I wasn't recording. Start over? Oh, I'm recording. Oh, I got damn you, it. Doug. <laughs> anyway, I had said in, in the ad for your show, Something about the people that you get on your show, because you get a lot of really badass people on your show. Now, and the reason I bring that up is, you're welcome. The reason I bring that up, is that because of your first trip to L.A.? Is that where it stemmed from, from all those connections? Or is it just one of those things where you're just reaching out to people and people that you're interested in, and they are interested or at least willing to give you the time of day to see what you have to offer? Is it one of it's, those kind of deals? It's both of those. Is so it? It, okay. it originally did start that way. And then, um, you know, once I came back and I was like, now what? <laughs> then I started reaching out to people in, in various different ways. Fuck. Now what? Uh-huh. And uh, 
you know, just a, a curious fact. When I first started my podcast, I didn't know how it was going to go. And so I decided to sort of dip my baby toe in. Mm-hmm. And so I decided I was going to do um, an episode every other week. Gotcha. And so when I came back with 12 episodes, that was fucking three months. Right. You know? True. Um, but then by the time six months was up, I had this crazy backlog of interviews that I had done. Um, and so then I decided to go a weekly. And then after six more months, I had another crazy backlog. And so now um, I am twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. And it has been that way since July 3rd. Yeah. So it was six months and then six months. And then here I am. Well, ain't she fucking special? Yes. I am very special. Are <laughs> you fucking 12? <laughs> Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, (laughs) but a lot of it, um, a lot of the people that I have interviewed, um, oh, just stop. That made me happy. Just shut up. That was good. I I like that. But then I kind of networked it. Like, um, for instance, I heard about Angela Lisi from a different podcast, and so I interviewed her. Right. And then and, and from her, I interviewed, um, from her, I got, I obviously I got you right from, from her. Uh, oh, well, okay. First I got Raylan Nelson. Right. I knew that. I listened to that one because, okay. So those who don't know, which I'm sure is nobody, but Angela is in two bands. One is Taco Mouth on the other one is the Raylan Nelson band. Mm-hmm. And obviously Raylan Nelson is the singer of the Raylan Nelson band. And that's Willie Nelson's granddaughter. Mm-hmm. And so I got to interview her, and then uh, that girl, Rayla Nelson, is also in two bands, and the other one is called Mm-hmm, and it is with a young Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's with a young lady named <laughs> Hannah Fairlight, and so I interviewed Hannah Fairlight. Gotcha. Um, and so anyway, there's so there's just this crazy spiderweb of all these different people that I've had the pleasure of of meeting, and then from you, I've gotten. I don't know, four or five different um, interview guests as well. Oh, nice. So thank you very for that. Cool. I appreciate it. I, I didn't do anything, but you're very welcome. I'm, well, actually, I'm, you did. Um, because a lot of people, and some of them I know personally, mm-hmm. w- would get pissed off if I uh, if I interviewed one of their previous guests. It's like sleeping oh, with an Oh, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. I got and you. And so I did reach out and ask you, and you were like, I don't give a fuck, dude. Go no, sick. I don't <laughs> do what you got to do, brother. I Listen, it's sometimes, and I've, I've said this on my show before, it's probably to my detriment that I'm not more possessive of certain things, and I'm not more, mm, I don't want to say competitive, but that's the only word I can think about. That's the correct word. I don't give a shit. You know what? There's enough to go around for everybody. If you don't like what I'm doing, you're going to like what Steve Owens is doing. If you don't like what Steve Owens is doing, you're going to like what Jack Nut down the street's doing. And that's okay with me. I think when people get too competitive, it just gets all shitty and everybody turns into a douchebag. The flip side of that, which is the downside for me, is I don't push myself hard enough. Correct. But I think that um, like the way that that you don't care if I interview your guests or if somebody else interviews your guests, like the way you're unpossessive about it is right. the same way that you feel about, um, about 
drummers competing against each other. And you've talked a lot about it on your show. Oh, this yeah. isn't a competition, man. Like it's, not. it's just like the window washing. I know that's it's nothing like the window washing business, but like whenever I first learned how to wash windows, I learned it from a guy who was washing windows. And I said, you know, I gave him money and said, Thank you so much for teaching me how to do this. And he said, dude, there's enough windows to go around. Absolutely. We're not going to take business from each other. No. And, and, and if we are, it's not going to be enough to matter because there's so much other business out there. Right. And and the other thing I, I always think about is when you XYZ band, because I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. Oh, how about your favorite band, Rush? Where's the fuck you button on this thing? <laughs> Oh, it's a camera. It's, it's right here. No, it's, it's right, right. It's, it's right, right there. there. Right. <laughs> Actually, you're gonna get the you're gonna get the eighth note. I have oh, the eighth shit. note. That's nice. You're gonna get the brown note. No, no, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. There's about ten people that are gonna get the eighth note joke. Um, no. What I was gonna say is insert favorite band here is going on tour. Well, guess what they're gonna do. They're going to hit every fucking radio station in every fucking town they go to. And now that podcasting is is kind of a new medium, I shouldn't even say new, a newer popular medium, they're going to hit every fucking podcast they can. What are they all? Are, are all the people that are hosting these shows just going to get together and go, well, you can't interview them. I had them first. Fuck that. No, they're not going to say a word. So why should anybody that does it independently like we do have anything else to say? You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. That, that kind of shit is dumb to me. And yet those people still exist. I know. I know they do. I know they do. But hey, you're a dumbass. Anyway, so Thank since you. you brought up not you, the other ones. <laughs> so since you brought up window washing, why don't you tell people what you mean by that? Because you oh. do mean that in the literal sense. Yes. There was no I LY on that, so that one didn't count. Correct. Um, I have a window washing business called Squeaky Clean. Um, I wash windows of mostly homes. Uh, I do very, very few commercial properties just because there's not really any money in it, and that's where all the comp competition is. Right. Um, for instance, the the first window washing, the first commercial window washing gig I got was for a restaurant, and I was eating there and noticing how dirty the windows were, and asked to talk to the manager and gave him my card, and he said, "Well." Funny that you bring that up. Our window washer, you know, stopped coming. And I said, I said, what were you paying him? And they said, $30. And I go, that's why he quit. I'll do it for 60. <laughs> the reason he stopped showing up is because it wasn't worth his time. Right. And what happens is all these people outbid each other. They underbid each other until it's not, until it's not worth anybody's time. And then they stop showing up. So uh -huh. I don't go after commercial business. I do almost exclusively people's houses. Nice. Well, good for you. And you own that, correct? That's correct. I own it, and I'm the sole employee. Nice. So it's just me. I don't have to worry about, you know, paychecks or making sure I have enough work so that they can feed their families. I don't have to worry about benefits or minimum wage or any of that other shit. I mean, I would never pay minimum wage. It's like shit's expensive now. <laughs> <clears throat> when I started working, I was making three dollars and eighty-five cents an hour, and now all these motherfuckers are like, "Minimum wage is fifteen fifty. I'm like, "Fuck you, bro." I'm gonna, you have to stop it with that bro shit. Word. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're such a fruitcake. I love it. Okay, so back to uh, reality. Bruh. Oh, when when I was in Louisville for a year and a half, I tried to start my window washing business there. It was mm-hmm. um, window wa- oh, it was squeakycleanlouisville.com. Mm-hmm. And the thing about washing windows is you really can't do it in the rain. You're right. And the year and a half I was there, it rained every day except for when it snowed. <laughs> no bullshit. I had moss growing on my grass. And so I was like, nah, I'm out. I lived over um, in over by that uh, the Ford dealership. Uh, no, that Ford plant. Oh, Chamberlain Lane. Sure. It was, uh, I lived, um, <laughs> I, I want to say Shelbyville Road. Is that, that's a thing, right? Yeah, it is a thing. It's a very yeah. long thing. Shelby Hill Road runs from Louisville to Shelbyville. Imagine yeah. that shit. Yeah, she is. So I was like <laughs> over by, um, uh, I was in Beckley Manor, whatever the fuck that is. I don't know, and I don't care. It was by Lake Forest. You know where that is, right? Just no. say yes. Don't no. be a dick. No. My show, I can do what I want. Now you're index fingering me. <laughs> I hope you spit that all over your mic, you prick. That would be terrible. It would be terrible, and that's what you get for fucking with me. Okay, so how many episodes of your show do you have? I have released, as of, well, a new one came out, what is today, Monday? It is Monday. A new one came out today, and that makes 119. But to be fair. Shit ton of shows, dude. To be fair, one of those was. Hey guys, just to let you know, I'm switching to every week now. And then another one was, hey, I'm switching to every, twice a week or whatever the fuck it was. Shh, shh, stop talking. Stop talking. Doesn't matter. That's a hundred and something episodes. <laughs> hundred and nineteen, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh huh. Hundred and nineteen. It is. It is. It is. Okay, so hundred and nineteen episodes, and. Are you getting to the point where you're kind of over it, or are you still in it? Oh, I still love it. I love Good. it so much. It's my favorite thing. The only thing I don't like is how long it takes me to edit, and that's just because I'm stupid. <laughs> well, I'm stupid, too, so. <laughs> no, that's why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking truth in that, brother. Hey, we're going to be friends because we're both dumb. Hey, you Yay. know, right? I'm dumb. Are you dumb? Yeah, hey, let's be dumb together. <laughs> Maybe we could go do some shit. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I asked you about all your episodes and how many you had and all that kind of shit is because I'm going to throw you right the fuck under the bus. Which one was your favorite? Hands down, it was an interview with Rance Howard, which mm-hmm. is Clint, Clint Howard and Ron Howard's father. Oh, very um, cool. He, at the time, he was 88 years old, and it was on that first trip that I went. He was one of the ones that I got on that first trip. Right. Is that true? I don't know. I'm looking at you nodding your head. No, that is true. Yeah. And um, so I interviewed him, and I, I got to sit at his breakfast table in his home that he raised those two boys, and I got to talk to that man for about two hours. Nice. And he, he has been a working actor for 60 years or something like that. And, he, you know, he's just been in everything. Um, and so it, that was my favorite. And before I had a chance to release that episode, he passed away. Uh-huh. And so that 
that's the last long form interview that he did ever. And, and he did it with your dumbass. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yep. And so that's that's why it's I'm my favorite. Kidding. It's also my most downloaded episode. <laughs> oh, very by, cool. By a lot. Very cool. I I listened to. Uh, I, I'm throwing myself under the bus because I have a shitty memory. I'm pretty positive I listened to that episode because he talked kind of slow. Yeah. Old yep. man, and he was telling a lot of stories about Ron being a pain in the ass. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, I I did listen to that episode. It's just been a long time, and I remember sure. when you and I started communicating with each other. We first uh, started making out. Shh! Don't give away secrets. Just Sorry. just don't. Just, just shh. Just stop. Just stop it. See, look at that. It was easy. Um. We had talked about some of the interviews you did and who some of the people that you got to actually hang out with, and I was envious of you. I'm still kind of envious of you. I'm envious of me. Like, no bullshit. <laughs> I, like, I look at my guest list. I look at the, my guest list, for, and I'm For those like, that listen to oh my, my show God. every week, you can never call me arrogant again, ever. This is my friend Steve Owens, who is envious of himself. Bro, I... <laughs> Bro, <laughs> bro, I literally Good am jealous job. of myself. Good job. No, I just can't believe that. Um, because you know my life, my life isn't like this. I grew up in a fucking trailer and poor, and um, you know I'm on my third marriage, and this I didn't even graduate high school. This is not what my life was supposed to be. But I have the most amazing life of anybody I know. And right. so I can't take that for granted. So I no, I, I get that. Yeah, I know you do. I completely understand. You know, I do. And I'm not going to bore my listeners with it. They've heard my fucking job story. I get it. I am completely in agreement. I literally agree. Thanks. Well, that's one. That is one. Don't you count on my show? <laughs> one. Ah, was... ah, 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 ah. <laughs> one. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Oh, ah, ah, ah. Sorry. Um, no, that's really cool, though, that because you, kind of like me, you have, I don't want to be cliche, even though cliches are cliche for a reason, and I say that on my show all the time, but as far as talking about you and I, I don't want to say that you beat the odds or any of that bullshit, but you just, you kept charging ahead, and you've done some cool shit, and you like where you are in life. I think that and the point I'm getting at is I think that's one of the most important things. I don't have a shit ton of money. I don't have a shit ton of things, but I really, really like where I am in life. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? A hundred percent. A lot of people think that, you know, I'll be happy when X, you know, I'll right. be happy when I have this car or when I have that house or whatever. And right. And if you're not happy, you're not happy. No. I mean, you, you can really only make yourself happy things won't make you happy i mean they're enjoyable having money's cool um but yeah it is (laughs) but if you can't find if you can't find a reason within yourself to be happy about yourself you're just gonna be a miserable prick no i i agree i i I no i'm sorry i meant you are a miserable prick i I miss i misspoke i meant you Stephen o'reilly are a miserable prick that's what i meant to say sorry yeah that was easy if i (laughs) if i had a feeling that might have hurt but nah. I'll catch you next time. 
<laughs> that was good. Now, um, I think, and it also comes down to not only liking where you are in life, but liking yourself. I have a lot of conversations with people, and they they tell me they'll ask me what I think about this or that, and then the the subject of somehow or another it always comes up about cockiness and arrogance and confidence being that i'm a musician and i always tell them all the same thing listen you have to have an ego to do what we do but at the same time i fucking love myself and i don't mean that in a shitty super arrogant narcissistic way don't make that face you make me think something's happening i like how i can interrupt myself because i'm looking at you how far away from me are you anyway how far is texas from here oh i thought you meant uh i'm like uh, i can almost touch you I can almost touch you. You're a fucking weird dude. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's something like 1,800 miles. Okay. All right. That's what I thought. Anyway. It's a long drive. Oh, I ain't driving. Fuck that. I ain't driving that shit. Oh, no. I've done it a lot. Yeah. No. All at once. And it's rough. I'm not interested. What I was getting at is a lot of people think when somebody says they love themselves that they're it's a narcissistic thing it's not i'm happy with me me and me we get along great because when i wake up guess who i wake up to me doesn't matter whether my wife's in the bed or not when i go to sleep guess who i go to sleep with me it doesn't matter if my wife's in bed or not and i think somewhere along the way people lose sight of that fact you're born alone you die alone everything else you do in between that's pretty much entirely up to you and i'm not trying to get all philosophical and stuff but i think people kind of misunderstand that shit does that make sense it absolutely does and you know some people say oh well if i just move to this place or if i get away from these people well you're still going to be wherever you go and so if you're not happy then you're going to bring that not happy to start your new life you're still going to be miserable yep your baggage will follow you what are you doing i'm touching it are you playing on your phone? Or are you looking at porn? Well, are those two things mutually exclusive? I can do both, right? <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I'm seeing how far uh, my house is from your house. Uh, any good answers? Yeah, I got all kinds of answers, man. Well, give me the fucking answer. Oh my god, you totally just look like fucking Ralphie from A Christmas Story right there. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Eleven hundred and twenty miles. What'd you say? Eighteen hundred? You weren't far off. Yeah, I said eighteen hundred. Uh yeah. it's a sixteen hour and forty six minutes nonstop. Yeah, not interested. It I'll, sucks. I'll it fly really, really sucks. I'll fly over and wave. Oh, when, I went, when I went to Anaheim, I, I I waved at some point when the airplane said we were over Texas. Oh, yeah, cool. Did you throw some blue ice my way? No. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah, you know that I, is? I think I do. Yeah. I'm I sure think I do. do. I don't know. I'm, I am I just play drums. I'm not real fucking smart. Would you, I know. Didn't, we, didn't we already talk about this? Yeah, somebody stole your R. <laughs> I'm a dumber. So... Are you were you are you originally from Texas? I was born in San Antonio. And okay. I lived here. I've lived here my entire life except when I lived in Louisville. In Louisville. In Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yeah, don't say Louisville. They get all mad about that shit here. Oh, I know. I do. And they also get mad funny. when you when you point out that uh, everybody in that town is either a Crip or a Blood. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, so in America, there's gangs called Crips and Bloods, and <laughs> and they wear colors. And red hates blue. And in Kentucky, everybody oh, is either red or blue. Oh. And I was like, I was like, why is everybody here a gangbanger? Because <laughs> I'm from San Antonio, where when I grew up, everybody really was a gangbanger. And I'm like, why in the fuck are is everybody here? Like these are grown ass adults. These are old people, and they're gangbangers. They're just flying their colors like they don't give a fuck. How have I been here twelve years and I've never put that together? I like that. Somebody stole your R. Dumber. I'm just going to rename them Crips and Bloods or something else. Pinkies up, bitch. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, it is. It is weird. I uh, when the sports is going on in this city, I tend to try to crawl in the holes. I yeah. fucking hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. So, what is your next step in your show? Where are you trying to? And there's a reason I'm asking this, so don't answer this one yet, because you and I already talked about this before I hit record. That's called teasing. That's you what you I go like this. Show. So, where are you? I'm going to tease this, and then you finish. <laughs> Thanks, dick. I'm here for you, buddy. I see this. Okay, now that you've given me a, a, a how to tease something. <clears throat> dish uh, what is your next step where are you wanting to go with your show in terms of do you have anybody in mind that you want to get oh you mean like a dream guest mm-hmm. that's an excellent question thanks I guess I don't really have one right now because every time I had one I got them that's why you're a dick <laughs> <laughs> Was, uh, well, thank you. Well played, sir. Well played. So, so right now, right now, my um, my my get the one I'm trying to get, and I'm working on it, and it might happen. And by the time this comes out, it will either have or have not happened. Right. Um, is uh, Lou Diamond Phillips? Oh, very cool. He's coming to San Antonio in a couple of weeks. He's doing sort of a um, well, it's not sort of. It's kind of. It's a one man show. He's going to show La Bamba, and then he's going to talk about it afterwards. Oh, very it's, cool! It's a charity event, and I've been talking to him about um, trying to connect and and get it done. But all of a sudden, now there's a wedding I have to go to in another city that is that same weekend. So it's going to depend on when he's leaving and when I'm getting back. So we'll see if we can make it. Uh, I got you. I got you. Well, that is that's a pretty cool possible get. But what some people may not know, especially listeners of my show, I have some big ass fucking eyeballs. That's why I hate myself. I'm just kidding. Um, we talked for 45 minutes about how much we love ourselves, and you're just like, "That's why I hate myself." Anyway. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, that's why I don't like my looks. I mean, oh my god, I'm so ugly. Fuck that. I'm awesome. Um, having a get like that is awesome but you had the godfather of podcasting some of my listeners that have checked out your show already know this but some of them may not have checked out your show yet you had adam carolla on your show well Ah. fucking done sir thank you very much 
Um, not only did I have Adam on my show, which was, in my opinion, my worst show ever, just because, <laughs> just because of the way it happened. He he was on a limited time. Well, there you go. <laughs> he had limited time, and he was in his car. And if you've ever been to L.A., you know that the roads suck. So there's a lot of car noise, and it right. took me a long time to fix that episode. And... You know, I was supposed to have a certain amount of time. I was supposed to have 30 minutes with him, right. but he ended up calling me late and he still had to leave at the same time. So I got 15 minutes with him gotcha. and it's really hard to stretch that into a whole episode. And so the things that I had to do to do it, make it not my favorite episode. Like there was a lot of fucking commercials for his shit. And like, I just had to like stretch out my questions. It was a really pain in the ass, but I have recorded four of my shows in his studio in los angeles oh very cool that is awesome that's badass well done sir again thank well you. done thank you i like how you just make shit happen me too and the thing about it is like okay so my window washing company i started with a different friend of mine and then he ended up moving away but when we started it he was the salesman and i was just kind of the the numbers guy or whatever, like I would tell him, you know, what I think, what, how long it would take us to do this job or, right. um, or, you know, the things that were kind of involved and sort of give him a ballpark of what I thought we needed to charge for it. Right. And he was the face. He was the one talking to the customer. I mean, I was just sitting in the truck like a girl, you know, while he went up and talked to these people and sold it and well, all you of that. kind of are girly because I was terrified of talking to people. <laughs> like Girl, so, so much so that like in middle school, uh, I was in a play and we were supposed to do the play for the whole school. And, uh, that was second period. And so that day I missed my bus on purpose. I rode my bicycle past the school to the local grocery store. And I just rearranged the, the canned food aisle until the play was over. And then I went to school. I mean, terrified of talking to people. You got some fucking issues, brother. The fact that now, not only do I run my own business and I talk to all these people all the time, um, I'm able to talk to these, you know, these guests and and convince them for some reason to to let me interview them for my show. Um, that is, I'm that's a real point of pride for me, just because of where I was to where I came as far as my communication with other people. Right, and it, as it should be. I mean, that's that's a badass accomplishment for anybody. I mean, especially you, because you're so fucking dumb. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> the, also, the most awesome part about this is this is how we talk to each other in text messages. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only reason I'm doing it, because I think it's funny, because we, we've had this banter going through text messages for, I don't know, a fucking year now. Mm-hmm. Yep, Close to a year. True. Something like yeah, that. Something like that, yeah. Right yeah. around there, yeah. Yeah, this summer will be a year, I think, or this spring. Yeah, yeah, one of the, sure, one of those. Close. Yes, just, yes, just say it, yes. It is, it is those numbers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, that is cool, and that's, that's something I didn't know about you. I didn't know that you had, uh, you were scared to talk to people back in the day. Terrible, terrible stage fright. That's kind of crazy. It's kind of cool that. Not only are you good at it now, but n now you 
you sort of do it for a living on both ends because of your, you're yeah. a business owner and you have a podcast. Yeah. That's really freaking cool. Thank so you. what's, what is next for you, sir? What's your next goal besides Lou Diamond Phillips thing? Um, I actually do have a vision in my mind of having a studio that guests can actually come to so that I'm not always talking to them on the phone or having to fly across the country. Um, I live about 30 miles outside of San Antonio, so I can't have a studio at my house because um, the airport is an hour from my house. Oh, and I got you. And so I, I'm wanting someplace that's fairly near the airport. That way, when, when people are coming to San Antonio for something, like Lou Diamond Phillips, mm -hmm. it will be easier for him to you know, s swing by you know, right. versus trying to meet somewhere. And I've, I've interviewed people in their hotels and in the lobby of a hotel or in their hotel. I mean, it's just, it's sort of a, and especially if you don't know somebody, it's hard for, for you to say, oh, cool. I'll just come to your hotel. Where are you at? And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, that, that does get awkward. I've, I've tried that a couple of times and I just, it, it never panned out. And for just as a sidebar, because some people don't know, um, the premise of your show is being fascinated by people's stories because everybody has a story and you're a million percent right i agree with that there's your sound bite by the way because you did that to me last time you fucking prick i was on your show and you sent me a track of myself saying oh you're a thousand percent right about 87 times you're and welcome. i purposely didn't say 47 that time i said 87 yeah nobody likes you because it actually was 47 you dick i know but steve you do realize that nobody likes me anyway right yes Okay, right. good. Right. That's, I mean, <laughs> hello. We're twinsies. I'm the cuter one. Keep telling yourself that. Whatever makes me sleep at night. <laughs> so, are you close to getting a studio or is it just in the pre stages no. in your head? I'm nowhere near close to that. Um, I need to, I, this podcast needs to, um, it needs to do more financially for me than it's doing right now in order for that to happen. Right. Um, I, when I do have a studio, I don't want, I don't want to be paying for it out of my pocket. I want the podcast to pay for it. Right. Um, one of the, the things that I pay learned, for itself. Correct. Yeah. One of the things that I learned when I interviewed Adam's manager is that last year, Adam Carolla's company they booked $7.5 million in ad sales. Ugh. Now, obviously, my goal is not to get there, but it would be nice to, I don't know, 10% of that? Fucking 5% would be enough for me to get a studio. Motherfucker, I'll take 1% of that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's impressive. That's now, granted, impressive. Granted, he did start with an audience, you know, like when he turned on the microphone, there was a hundred thousand people listening to that first episode. So obviously we don't have that. So we have to build to that. And so that's where, that's where I'm at now. Same place you are just trying to build an audience so that people want to pay me to, to advertise for them on it. Right. I get that. I, I wanted, I wanted to do this so I could just get my smart ass opinions out there. Because I think people as a Mission general, accomplished. Show over. Good night, folks. Go do some <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> 
Because I, I think people as a whole, I think people need to be told a little bit more truth. That's a very interesting statement. Um, since like the last two and a half years, everybody has decided that they have their own truth. Exactly. Um, and so n- you That's say it I, all the time. Nobody is going to listen to it. No, you're not going to change anybody's mind. Nope. Nope. Is, are you just doing it to make yourself feel better? No, I do it because I think if I can reach one dude and at least make him laugh for the day, then I, I've done something cool. Oh, well, then again, mission accomplished. Um, I laugh yeah. every second time I listen to your show. Oh, a lot. I love your show. I've told you this a lot, and you're starting to blush right now. And I hope you don't edit this out. But I love, love, love the Barstar podcast. I tell everybody about the Barstar podcast. When people, I was, I was on a couple of uh, other podcasts last week, and they said, "What are you listening to? What do they actually? Yours is what are you listening to? But they say, what other podcasts are you listening to? Gotcha, and." Uh, you're you're right there at the top of the list, my friend. Oh, thank you, man. I, I appreciate it. I, I'm not I try. Like I I listen to it the day it comes out. I love uh, your show. Thanks. I'll hold this one for at least a month. Cool. I'm just. I mean, I won't listen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I hate all those assholes who say, "Oh, I, I don't listen to myself." Fuck you. I listen to every single episode of mine that I put out. Every single one. Oh, and I, I was I there. I, yeah, I do too. <laughs> you know, I, I appreciate that, but but. I think that's what I'm getting at. If I can make some money on the back end, help me with gear and shit like that. Yeah, I'm I'm totally in. I can make a few bucks in my pocket here and there. Yeah, I'm totally in. But that's not why I started doing it. For me, it was a it was a creative outlet. And because you've listened to all my shows, you know exactly where I'm going with this. But for my listeners that might have missed my other shows, which you can catch at thebarstarpodcast.com slash episodes and catch up on everything. See, I'm getting good at that shit, right? You like, look at that. Oh, get you some of that, dog. Um, don't do it back. I'll throw up. <laughs> the beauty of all of this right now is nobody has a fucking clue what's going on, and it makes me happy. Anyway, um, I, I just wanted to have a creative outlet, and I wanted to tell people what I think is truth, because most of my shit is based off common sense. Hey, it's fucking raining. Okay, go inside. You don't have to fucking draw up goddamn plans for it. You don't have to write a new constitution, not politically. I just mean as a blanket statement to how to get inside out of the rain. You fucking walk inside. It's not hard. That's what I mean by truth. I don't, you know, I'm not political or religious or any of that kind of stuff, but I think people, people make too big of a deal about too much shit and they get in their own fucking way. That's the truth. That is a hundred percent the truth. And that's, that's the other part of why I decided to do this besides I like to amuse myself and make myself laugh. Cause half of my jokes on my show are for me. <laughs> I don't give a shit if anybody else laughs. At oh, it and I think that's true. It's way more than half. <laughs> you fucking dick. I love you, dude. I love me too. Thanks. <laughs> Damn. You're fucking brutal. <laughs> You'd be pissed when I just cut you off and then here's the end of the show. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be amazing. The shortest episode of the Barstar podcast in history. You're like, and so this is Steve. He has a 
and go do some shit. <laughs> 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 that would be pretty funny. Um, but anyway, I, I, enough about me on my own show. So other than the studio or the or your vision of the studio, I should say, what do you have coming up that you're working on that you're pretty excited about? Let me rephrase that. Or can you talk about it? Because, see, I have some shit like a... <gasps> Jesus Christ. Project. You have so many secret projects. I, I want to commit suicide. Oh my God. <laughs> I have some shit that I still can't talk about that I am so excited about. Um, so I have secret projects. Do you have any secret projects that you're willing to divulge? You know, I really don't. I mean, the only the only secrets would be who my future guests are. Um, right. and I like to have those as a surprise. I mean, every once in a while, as you should. Yeah, every once in a while, I'll drop a hint or something. But um, unless I already have it recorded, if I this has been this is one hundred percent of the time, if I haven't already recorded it and I told somebody that I was going to, it fell through every single time. I, I can see that Murphy's Law. I I don't know who the fuck Murphy is. Is it Charlie Murphy? Because I'll hit that motherfucker in the mouth. I, I don't know who Charlie Murphy is. That's Eddie I, Murphy's brother, who looks more like Eddie Murphy than Eddie Murphy does. Yeah, he's more Eddie Murphy than Eddie Murphy. His name is Charlie Murphy. I know who you're talking about now, but I didn't get the reference a second ago. I was just Murphy's Law is just an old thing. Come on, dude, you're fucking old like me. Have you not ever heard Murphy's Law? Yes. Okay, because I want to hit that bitch because she sucks. It's a girl, Murphy well, Brown. It's Murphy Brown. You're gonna hit a woman. There you go. I was waiting for you to <laughs> fucking click that in your head, dude. <laughs> for those of you that are under the age of. 40. Yeah, no shit. There was a television show years ago called Murphy's Law. Oh, it was not. It was called it's... Murphy Brown, you fuck. I mean, whatever. That's cool, bro. <laughs> I'm sure there's been some sort of a, a Bronson movie, Charles Bronson movie called Murphy's Law. I'm sure of that. We'll go with Murphy's Brown's Law. Murphy's Brown Law. <laughs> <laughs> what can Brown do for you? Uh, not that. Okay. Uh, before we hang up with each other, I love your face. You have been an amazing individual. You have been an awesome friend to me, and our continued friendship makes me happy. And I am glad that uh, we met through our fellow friend, Angela Lisi. Who I will be seeing tomorrow. Yes, you will. And I'm kind of jelly. I'm a little I, jelly. I'm not going to fucking also, lie to you. I'm jealous of myself. <laughs> So a couple of weeks ago, you played. <laughs> I love it. A couple of weeks ago, you played a show with the Naked Karate Girls. I did. Um, if I remember correctly, you pay you played in the the Cincinnati Bengals stadium. Is that right? I well, it wasn't actually in the actual. I mean, it was in the in the stadium, but not where they actually play football. But yes, it was in the uh, something Brown Stadium, whatever that dude's name is. Which is, it doesn't matter. So is there like a club in there or like a bar or something? Like where or how? Um, there's an, it's an event hall that's inside the stadium. It, if you look out where we were, where the stage was, if I looked immediately to my left, there's the city of Cincinnati. If I looked immediately to my right, there's the football field. So it's oh, okay. in the actual stadium, I guess in the round is what they call it. I don't fucking know all those damn terms because you know how much I love Gothboard. <sighs> Anyway, um, it's a big, long 
banquet hall almost is how it kind of was set up. And it was a big event. I don't know how many people there were there. It was a shit ton, but it was a big event. So how was that experience for you? Because you talked a little bit about it at the beginning of that episode, and you promised to come back and talk some more about it, but I didn't get enough at the end when you came back. You didn't, after you played my commercial and you came back, um, <laughs> you didn't you didn't talk enough about it. So, like, I have, like, I just, how was that? Like, it just seemed like, it seemed like you had a fucking blast. When you say, let me let me straighten out your question for my own head. When you say how was it, you mean the actual show itself or the whole thing from getting doing the audition and then going to the show? Because and the reason I ask before you answer is the show itself, I, and I don't say this in a braggy way, but you don't I, remember it. No, no, no. I remember most of it, but I've done hundreds of corporate gigs. And after a while, it's and I'm not belittling it all, belittling it at all, easy for me to say, but it's it's another gig. Right. Now the the nuances inside of that gig and who I was playing with is all different. So that's why I asked, what do you mean? You mean the entire experience or just that gig itself? So I guess my real question is from start to finish, that entire experience of, you know, getting the phone call or the email or the text or whatever it was to, you know, making that trip to do the, um, I guess, I guess it was an audition, right? Yeah, I had to audition, which was fucking weird for me. Super, super. I don't audition for shit. And I think I did say that on that episode. You did. Um, and I don't say that arrogantly. It's just kind of where I am now. I, right. People in Louisville. I mean, if I have to do something out of town, of course, I have to go audition. But people in Louisville call me and I show up and I play. I mean, well, at I, a certain point, no matter what career or field you're in, at a certain point, your resume has to count for something. It does. It, it absolutely does. I don't give a shit if you if you like you you wash windows if you make widgets if you play music if you build cars it doesn't fucking matter eventually your track record and your resume will speak for you like there's guys in town i do the same thing i call them and i don't i don't fuck that you don't need to come here's the date here's how much you're gonna pay or you're gonna make do you want to do the gig? Oh. <laughs> here's how much it's gonna cost you to play with here's me. how much it's gonna cost you to play with me no but seriously i I do the same thing to other musicians. So it's not just me. I'm not any more special than anybody else. We just have good resumes and track records. So when I had to go audition, that part was fucking weird. And I'll be honest with you. I was sweating my ass off when I was driving up there. Because you were nervous? I, I was nervous as fuck. Just because it I, had been so long since you had to audition? Absolutely. Yeah. I and because you really wanted this kid because these, these guys are amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was 50-50, but it was... Actually, it was 75-25. It was 75, I don't audition for shit, and I hadn't auditioned for anything in forever. So I was, how the fuck do I audition for something? This is just weird. It was bizarre. And a lot of the, the stuff they gave me, like I talked about on that episode, was a lot of that shit super hard. Not that it's complicated music at its core, but the way they do it and the spin that they put on it, that shit's fucking hard. And it's all played to a metronome. Click. Click is slang for metronome. So I had to learn all that shit, and that's what I had to audition to. So does that mean that you have headphones on and there's a click in your headphone? Well, I use earbuds because I don't like looking right. like Mickey Mouse on stage. But yeah, sure. I'm, I'm listening to a click in my in my ears. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, well, that sounds awesome. Are those ears also a monitor for you or no? It depends on the situation with the... With the Naked Karate Girls at their gig, yes, those in-ears were actually my monitors as well. Uh, when The way that I used to run gas money 
when I was running tracks with them, I would have only my pad, which was running the tracks in the click in my ear. And then I would have the band coming out of a separate wedge on the floor. Oh, okay. Right. It, it just depends on how everything is set up and what the band has or what the venue has. For example, the Naked Karate Girls, they're all self-contained. They own all their own shit. They have all their own Two gear. of everything. Two of everything. You do pay attention. you got a memory like a fucking elephant. Well, I grew up being a roadie for my dad's band. So, like, my dad has been in bands since I can walk. And Oh, was, that's yeah, that's right. You've told me I that. was always a roadie for that. And so, you know, I was picturing in my mind when he was talking about how they have two identical trailers with all the same exact shit on each one. I was picturing in my mind how fucking awesome how awesome that is like what they did with that is oh it's genius. fucking genius it's total it's, fucking it's, genius it's amazing well and the cool thing for me was because i helped them load in and load out and all that shit i didn't help them set anything up because they got that shit down to a fucking science so were you playing your drums or their drums their drums that's I took amazing. some. I took some of my stuff because sure, no your drummers. Personal shit, right? Yeah, because no drummer sits alike and all that kind of happy horse shit. But as far as I, nobody else would ever notice that, right. that's not a player, so to speak. I mean, and I, when I say player, I mean musician. They're not going to notice that. The average crowd is not going to pay attention to that shit. Um, but I don't sit like Glenn, so I took just a couple of my own things. But yeah, they were his rig. But what I was going to say is the cool part was when we backed the trailer up and. Or they're loading everything off, and I'm helping loading everything off. It's all in the fucking big dog heavy duty road cases on wheels. So the entire show goes in on wheels. Nothing is loose. Nothing is separate. And I went, yeah, these motherfuckers got their shit together, and it was awesome. And they set that stage up within 40 minutes. It was done. I was like wow, it was really really cool. Yeah, that. Jerry. That answer your question? It really did. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks for asking me questions on my show. You just can't help yourself, can you? You're welcome. Now let's move on to social media issues. I gotta pee. That's a fucking issue. <laughs> so my problem with social media. <laughs> do you really want to do social media issues? Yeah. Do you need to go pee? Because I, I, I'm, I'm ready to do all of them. Go pee. Are you really wanting to do them? Yep. Sorry. I figured while I was up, I'd grab another coffee. You know me and my fucking coffee. Hey, you like coffee? Never heard of it. The first time hearing of it. <laughs> By the way, my wife loved that San Antonio pecan shit. Did you say pecan? I did. You got a problem with that? No. <laughs> no, dude, you can say whatever you want. You live in Louisville's. <laughs> It's pecan, you douche. Good God. I'm keeping that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where were we? Social media issues. Oh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> so you want me to do it? All right. You ready? Yeah. I don't remember which order you do it in, but do your thing. All right. Well, we're going to move on. Because um, you had requested that we do something that I haven't done in a, in a while, actually. I know. My, my, my last few hangs, I haven't done it with. I've been slacking. So let's move on to social media issues.
All right, so what do you got for me for social media issues? What bothers you? What doesn't bother you? What do you like? What do you hate? What do you love? Strap it on me, big dog. That is the greatest face ever. (laughs) I love it. Go ahead. So my biggest problem with social media is that nobody knows how to fucking use it. Let's let's do an example. And for this example... You're right. For this example, right. I'm going to use you, and I'm going to throw you under the bus, but this is just an example. Okay? okay? Okay, go ahead. So let's say that I interviewed Stephen O'Reilly. Okay. Okay, for my podcast. Right. So when that episode comes which, out. Which you did. I did. Mm-hmm. So when that episode comes out, I will tweet, hey, everybody, check out this episode with Stephen O'Reilly, and I will tweet it at you so that it goes directly to you, Right. Right. So then, what do you do on your side of that equation? What do you do with that tweet? I retweet it. Correct, because you're a fucking awesome kid. (laughs) But what most people do is they like it. Oh, I'm with you. Now, the difference between a like and a retweet is that if I tweeted that at O'Reilly Drums on Twitter, and you retweeted it, then everybody who follows O'Reilly Drums will see that tweet because you're retweeting it to your followers. But if you just liked it, then it goes into a separate folder that nobody cares about because you have to click on a whole separate button to see what Stephen O'Reilly likes. You Um, see what I'm saying? And so a lot of people, they'll be like, oh, cool, cool, cool. I'll, I'll promote my episode of your show or whatever. And then they just hit like. And nobody fucking sees it. And so that is the biggest thing that bothers me about social media is that nobody knows how to use it. I agree. I think because your memory is better than mine, I think I did a solo show in in social media issues. I was talking about the algorithms on Facebook. Yes, you were. Um, And it's and it was a very good explanation because uh, I wasn't even on Facebook at the time that that came out. I am now, but I wasn't then. Right. So your explanation of all of that helped me. So thank you. Right. Well, I thank you're welcome. But I think the article that I read, and I unfortunately can't remember where I read it, but it made complete sense because they got in a little bit of hot water with all the political shit. But it's also, again, because I'm such a huge fan of common sense, if you want to keep up with what people are doing that you're interested in, whether they're famous or not, just if you're interested in them, check out their shit and hit the like button or hit the love button or whatever, or retweet it or repost it or share it or whatever, and then their shit will show up on your feed. But the backside is you have to do it as well. Or I should say in the way I'm speaking about it, the other person has to do it as well. They have to share your shit. They have to like your shit, or you're not going to see anything. Correct. And also, you know, like in that example on Facebook, if they don't hit the share button, then the people who are following them won't see that shit either. And that's my problem. Social media is supposed to be able, like you're supposed to be able to reach a a broad audience because you're reaching other people's audiences as well. Right. And in turn, some of those will follow you and you'll follow them and that's how it all grows. But if the people aren't, you know, pushing that content out and sharing it, whether it's a retweet or a share, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't work the way it's supposed to work. Right. Well, and I think the other thing is people also tend to not trying to think of how I want to word this. Some people will deem other shit more important and 
what will happen is the stuff that they have. I'll use myself, for example. I have a few friends straight up that help me promote my shit. And in turn, I help them promote their shit. We do cross promotions, exactly what you and I do for each other with my ad on your show, your ad on my show. But what will happen is sometimes they won't cross promote for me or vice versa. I will forget and I won't cross promote for them. And then they go, well, why are my my likes or my my views or whatever is it's it's all low this week and I don't know why. Well, the people that you have your quote unquote backdoor deals with aren't doing their end and nobody can see your shit. But it works on even if you're not self promoting or promoting your your friend's stuff, it still works the same way. You're not going to see anybody's shit if you're not paying attention to their page. And Facebook doesn't know you're paying attention to their page. I can only speak for Facebook. Because I didn't, I don't, Twitter is such a fucking time suck for me. I don't even know why I have a Twitter. I'm horrible at Twitter. Um, but with Facebook, the algorithm chooses, okay, I haven't seen this page in five days. I'm not, the algorithm says I'm not going to show this to Steve Owens anymore. He's not paying attention to it, so it's useless on his feed. Does that make sense? It does. So it, it's it's not only is it good when you're cross-promoting each other, but like I said, when you're interested in something, a certain page or a particular artist or a band or a, even if it is a political figure, whatever, you have to pay attention to their page or the algorithm is just going to kick you off of it and you're not going to see any of their shit anymore. That is correct. Well, and I'm, ass, I'm, ass, thanks. I'm assuming Twitter is sort of the same way, except Twitter is much more... To me, what I've noticed with Twitter is Twitter is much more, I call it a time suck because you have to spend way more time on Twitter to get any return on your investment ROI. Because you have to do, for example, if I like one of your tweets, then I have to retweet that tweet so everybody can see it. And then hopefully the people on my page will see it and then they'll like it. Versus if you like something on Facebook, other people see that you liked it. And that counts. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And then to to seek stuff out on Twitter is seems hard to me. My new favorite is Instagram. I'm all fucking about Instagram. I love Instagram right now, which ironically Facebook owns Instagram. So I I try to like Instagram, but you can't share a link. Like I can't post a picture of you and then put a link to your episode in that in that post. I can't do it. it no, you cannot. Sense. No, but you know what you can do? You can do what I did. Is link in bio? What? Link no, in bio? No, I don't do all that bullshit. Fuck oh. no. Hell no. no. What you got? It, it's When you go to my page, my Instagram page, at the very top, it says something. I don't even remember exactly what it says. Uh, it says, uh, I say, love Steve Owens. No, it does not. It says Steve Owens oh, it, is It douche. does now. It, it will say it by the time this call is over. No, it won't. Oh, I'm hacking in right now. Sweet. sorry i interrupted you go ahead i don't care it says um something like coffee addict sabian and proud sabian endorser drummer for many projects or whatever but under that it has my website right and then what i will do is when i post a new episode i will i'm I'm giving this for my buddy todd who picks on me all the time because i hate sports inside baseball todd omira um i'll post a picture of whatever my new episode is and then i'll do all the hashtags and then when those hashtags get picked up or they get noticed by other people hopefully which i've kind of seen that it works i don't have the actual 
legitimate real numbers to see how it works, but I'm pretty sure that it works. Then they'll go to my actual website, go to my episode tab, and they'll download that episode. That's a lot of math for the person to have to do. But you, but like, but, but like on Twitter, you could post a, you know, like, hey, this is the new episode of the Barstar Podcast, and boom, there's the link, and they touch that link, and they're listening to it immediately. No, 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 I get that, I completely get that. But the thing I like more about Instagram than anything else is Instagram is one of the most, as far as online drama, it's the most non bullshit of the three. People that's, don't really. That's true. People don't really get into all kinds of stupid fucking debates and all the dumb shit on Instagram that they do on Facebook and Twitter. That's why I like Instagram more. Gotcha. Because it's it's no nonsense. Here's a picture of New York. Here's a picture of my new podcast. Here's a picture of my new record. Here's a picture of my soup. Here's a picture of my shoes. Whatever it is, and it's hashtag, 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 like my shit. And that's it. And that's why I dig Instagram more. I, I get into Instagram. I'm starting to get into it way more than I've ever been um for reasons that i can't talk about yet but i promise i will tell you guys soon i promise um but i like instagram way more because of that it's just it's no nonsense bullshit there's no garbage there let me rephrase that there's garbage everywhere there seems to be much less garbage on instagram than the other two yeah you're right you are correct People so, get into Twitter fights and Facebook beefs, but nobody gets yeah. into an Instagram tip. That just doesn't uh, happen. No, it doesn't happen. In there, the way Instagram is set up, it's almost impossible to do it because even if somebody leaves you a comment, you can delete a comment on Instagram on a picture so fast. It you you literally touch it. It <laughs> highlights you hit the trash can and that bitch is out of here. Versus if you're on Facebook and you try to delete some. Are you sure? Are you really sure? Are you sure that you're sure that you want to delete? Um, yes, motherfucker. If I didn't want to delete it, I wouldn't have touched it. Stop well, it. How about how about now? Yeah. How about now? <laughs> <laughs> how about now? <laughs> Catch me outside. How about that? How about new? I don't know what you're showing me. I'm showing you my watch. Why are you yeah. showing me your watch in the middle of social media issues? Is that is that you and your woman? It is. That's kind of cool. Is that That's watch wood? To you. Yeah. Yep. So what you're telling me is you're wearing wood on your wrist. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, my friend. So let's move on to <laughs> stories from the stage. <laughs> is that it for social media issues? You just. <laughs> I think we're done with social media issues. All right, then I'm gonna I'm gonna let you do that again, and I'm gonna keep both of them. You ready? <sighs> Go. And let's move on to stories from the stage. So, the story from the stage. You don't even play music. You never once in all the episodes I've listened to said it had to be a musical stage or a musical story. You right. I right. You right. <laughs> so, damn it, you right. I know, right? So when no, I was just, uh, what you got? shut the fuck up. Wow. <laughs> I love you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was in middle school, I was in a play. Uh, I was playing Santa Claus in some sort of a 
the the toys that stole Christmas or some fucking weird bullshit like that. Where I, are you on the island of misfit toys? Uh, sure. Okay. So I was Santa Claus. That's a pretty big role for somebody who's fucking terrified of the stage. And the whole reason I took that class was because I was scared, right? Right. And I told you this off mic, but now there's a there's a record button going, so that's why I'm telling this again. Is so, it still going? Maybe I hit stop. I will kill somebody. So we were supposed to perform this play in front of the entire school during like second period. And then later in the evening, that same day, we were going to do it for the parents. I was so scared and frightened that morning when I woke up that I missed my bus on purpose. I rode my bicycle past the school to the local grocery store. And I spent the next two and a half hours rearranging the uh, the, the canned vegetables. It was the actually... It was actually the pimentos. You know those little glass jars with red pimentos in it? That's the only thing I did. I spent two and a half hours. I spent two and a half hours stacking and rotating and just rearranging those. And the funny thing is, is that none of the employees said anything about a fucking seventh grader <laughs> in the middle of the fucking morning, just stocking shelves or whatever. But... <laughs> So I waited until that class Who's was the kid? over. I don't know. He's cleaning up the aisle. I thought he was there. with you. I, I have no <laughs> idea. I, I thought it was bringing your kid to work day. It ain't my kid. It ain't my kid. Um, so I waited until that class was over. That means I had missed the play. That is awesome. I love it. Sorry. Carry on. I love that, my friend. Change. So then after the class was over, then I went to school. Well, because I had missed the... Um, the, the student performance, I, I was not allowed to do the parent performance. So that means I got out of both of them. Nice. And so what you're saying is you cheated the system and won. Well, I cheated the system, but then I lost because ultimately I didn't get rid of my stage fright until, you know, like two years ago. <laughs> I took that class so that I could get over that. Yeah. But how'd that work out for you? Exactly. You still kind of won, though, because you did get out of the plays that you didn't want to do. That's true. That's true. So you gave me the, the middle school story. Yeah. I want you to give me, because you, you said that you do mostly residential. Mm -hmm. I want you to give me the fucking weirdest shit that's ever happened to you on a job site. Hello, curveball. You know, you hear all these stories about, oh, she answered it. There's even been stories on your show. Oh, she answered the door in a negligee. That shit doesn't happen for people who look like this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, I already gave you one. I'll give you another one. <clears throat> oh, my God, you're so cute. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> um... Probably well, you got to have some fucking wacky shit that happened, though. Oh, there was this. Okay. All right. This is weird. So there was this really big house. It's in a fancy neighborhood. It's like where George Strait lives and all that. Oh, and the drummer for Aerosmith, you know. So it's in this fancy neighborhood. It's a $2 million house. And at the time, I had my partner. We were doing the windows because that's what we do. My, my buddy and I are doing the windows of this house. And this was... One of maybe one of the first five houses that we ever did, so we were pretty new at this, and so we're you know struggling along. It's a really big house. It's taken us forever, so we're we're doing the windows, and they were gonna have a wedding 
you know, on the weekend. So we're doing the windows like on a Wednesday or something. They're going to have a wedding at this house on the weekend. So that's why they're right. having all this stuff cleaned up. And right. they had hired a bunch of people to put lights all over the place, like lights all in the trees and, you know, all over the side of the house and just lights everywhere. Well, the people that they hired to put up the lights must have come from Louisville. <laughs> because now this is a professional. Okay. Like, you know how you don't drink at your job? Yeah. Right. And because you want to appear professional, right? So the light people came from Louisville is what you're saying? Well, they must have. And here's why. They were wearing cutoff jeans, no shirt, no shoes, no belt. So at, there was ass crack aplenty. <laughs> <laughs> and they were smoking Marlboro Reds like they were free. Oy. And they climbed up in these trees like monkeys. And and my buddy and I were just like, what in the serious fuck is happening? And they're climbing trees and hanging these lights and, and flicking their their cigarette butts like all over the yard of this $2 million house. Oh. And these are hired employees. I would love to say one of them fell out of the tree, but that did not happen. And sadly, that's the most interesting thing that's happened. How boring, right? Isn't that boring? That's why I listen to podcasts all day. <laughs> so a lot of the times, because I do such high-end houses, I'll get there, you know, and it'll take me all day. And so I'll get there, and they'll be like, all right, well, we're going to go. All right, we'll see you later. We're going to go play golf. Knock yourself out. Well, you know, like, so usually I'm by myself. Uh, fair enough. It I, listen. It's you were smart enough to figure out some sort of career that makes you money. So you can't. I'm not mad at you for that. Why are you looking at me that way? Because I I do make money at it, but um, my wife makes all the money. I mean, I make money, but that's because she's smart. She is smart. She has a master's degree. I know. She's smart. She's neat. <laughs> she's neat. <laughs> you're my wife and you're neat. So let's move on to what are you listening to? <laughs> I like it when motherfuckers come on my show and just take over. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here. You got it for the rest. You going to do my outro too? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you introduced the last section of what are you listening to since you took out way, way off. I can't fucking talk today. Why, I had to fill in. Apparently, maybe I won't edit that out. He said a pantsly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't talk a pantsly. <laughs> a pantsly. I cannot talk the words. I cannot get the words to come out of my face. <clears throat> Take 447. So apparently, since you are taking over my show, what are you listening to? Ass. Paul. Now. <laughs> have I told you today that I love you? Yes. No. Okay. But you whispered it as I was leaving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I might tell you again. <laughs> I might not. 
So All right, seriously, what do you got? It was probably, I don't know, five or six months ago, um, one of my little brothers, he called me and he said, hey, have you, have you ever heard this song? It's called, I think it's called Oh Brother or My Brother or something like that. And I said, no. And he goes, it's by, <laughs> he said, it's by NACO and Medicine for the People. And I said, I don't know what any of those words mean. And so, <laughs> and so he said, look it up. Oh, it's, I think it's called Dear Brother. Anyway, he said, look it up. And so I listened to it and I was like, this sounds fucking amazing. And so then I looked up the dude, right? I was mm-hmm. like, oh, who are these people? And it turned out they were coming to Austin in like two weeks from then. Nice. And so I was like, oh, fuck yes. And so I, think I called you sent up me pictures of that show. I might have. And yeah. so I called up both of my brothers and I said, hey, let's go. I'm taking us. It's just going to be the three of us. We haven't, the three of us, done anything since y'all were in middle school and I took you to see Pantera. So let's go see. Good boy. I know, right? It's a good thing I did it then because half the band's dead. Why you got to take it there? I was just complimenting you and then you got to fucking ruin it. That's how, that's how I roll. Motherfucker, you don't roll. You limp. God damn. It's because you got my other shoe. <laughs> no, I don't. It's because I got this. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> um, so so that I, I really got into that band. It's called NACO, N-A-K-O, and mm-hmm. Medicine for the People. Very and cool. the, the guy, NACO, he, he looks like he could be The Rock's younger brother. Like he is a Hawaiian dude who's... He's pretty built, and he's just covered in tats. Um, but his voice... Tattoos. It's a fucking word. The word is tattoos. It's not tats. Motherfucker. That's kind of like you're a winder washer. But, no. I am, but I am a winder washer. No, you're not a winder washer. Yes, sir. You are a professional window cleaner. You're not a winder washer. There ain't no ER on the end of fucking winder. And there's another T and two O's on the end of tattoo. It's not tats. Really like your tats, man. Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> so this guy, this singer, Nako, he, he looks like he could be like The Rock's younger brother or something. Like he's from Hawaii and he's got all these tattoos. Bro. Have an eighth note. He is <laughs> literally covered in tattoos. Good job. Oh, good job twice. <laughs> um, but but I that had such awesome. a I had never you're heard such, of this. You're band. such a good sport, dude. I appreciate you. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't talk about sports. You win. Yeah, I got you on that one. You, you did. You got me on that. So so I had such a good time at that show. I mean, I didn't know I had never heard any of their songs other than the one by the time that I got there. Right. And they weren't even like the headliner. It was at Stubbs. I'm sure you've heard of Stubbs, right? I've heard of it. I've obviously never been there. I've never been to Texas. I stopped at the airport once on the way to Anaheim and I stopped at another airport in Texas once on the way back from Anaheim. Was it Dallas? D F W? Yes. Sure. I had to think about it. No, no, no. See, I, I did have to think about it. It was Dallas, both ways. I think but the first layover was 20 minutes, which was scary because that's a big motherfucking airport. Uh, and then the second layover was like an hour. 
Where'd you land? Did you land in L.A.? No, we went and landed straight in Anaheim. Oh, okay. What is that, yeah. John Wayne or something? It doesn't matter. Yes, John Wayne. I've never been to LAX. Um, when I go, I go to the Burbank Airport, which is so small. It's awesome. It's so small that when you get out of the plane, you you walk down a ladder, walk across the tarmac, and then walk into the airport. Damn, that is small. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty small. Um, okay, anyway. So you, you, you were digging the show. Yeah, so I was having such a good time, and I oh, I hate Austin and everybody who lives there because they're all just a bunch <laughs> of dirty fucking under-the-bridge living hillbillies. I hate them all. But, um... Can I quote you on that? Oh, yes. <laughs> you tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I'll tell you how I really feel later. <laughs> <laughs> that was the edited version. That was the safe-for-work version. <laughs> My show is not safe for work. Unless you got on headphones. Um, but I mean, it was just such a, the atmosphere, it was like, this is going to sound really stupid, but it was almost a religious experience. Just, it was a communal, like, of course there was weed everywhere. So I was probably high. Um, but <laughs> it was just the most like relaxing and everybody was just grooving and having a good time. You, look into them. You'll, you'll check them out. They're, they're pretty fucking good. So I've been really listening to that a lot. Um, and just really digging it. But as you know, uh, for the past couple of weeks, I have just been on this ferocious, repetitive tear of the uh, soundtrack to the 1956 hit film High Society. Yeah, I know. I love. The other day, I was talking to you, and I was cleaning my house. It was Friday. I listened to that. I think I listened to it 18 times in a row. <laughs> yeah, you texted me 18 times, and then, and 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 and, and your wife is my hero. Your wife is totally my hero. And I'm going to tell you why your wife is my hero. Because, kids, I'm going to read how this all went down. I'm going to paraphrase it, though, because it would take way too long. Oh, wait, we got to get to the lead up, though, why we said this. You told me I was going to love it, love it, love it. And I went, eh, it's okay. because I thought you were a musician, so that's on me. I will fucking end you. Oh, I know why you didn't like it. You can't play jazz. That's you fuck I, you fuck jazz up and give people their money back. That's that's not why I didn't like it. I didn't say no, I didn't like it. I said no, it was okay. No, 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 no. You're not gonna win this hey, with hey, me. I I know my truth. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you told me to listen to that record and I said, eh, it's all right. And then I got this from you. Me. Oh, honey, I have to stop being friends with O'Reilly. Her. Why? No question mark on purpose. Me, he didn't think high society was the greatest thing in the history of music. Her, will you shut the fuck up and try to go to sleep? The movie is 63 years old. Let it go. And I love your wife for that, and I've never met her. She is an amazing woman. She's a, <laughs> in, fact, in fact, I think that's what I said. Uh, I said, yeah, she's a smart woman. <laughs> Dude, let it go, bro. Indeed. I, I gave you the bro. Let it go, bro. No, it, it, listen, it was all right. It was good for what it was. I'm weird about certain jazz. If I'm going to listen to any quote-unquote traditional jazz, it's going to be 40s and back. I don't like a whole lot of the 50s kind of jazz. I just never really got into it, unless it's Louie or something like that, which he was on that record in a couple spots, but it wasn't a Louie record. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the Now You Has Jazz, is that the name of that song? Yeah. That song I actually did dig. That you were right about that. That was the the best song on the record for me. 
Um, it didn't suck by any stretch of the imagination. I just didn't fall head over heels in love with it and want to worship it like you did. But whatever. I mean, you're kind of fucking lame. I like you, but you're kind of lame. Thanks. You want to make it out? No. <laughs> All right, back to the actual show. You're going to make editing this a pain in the ass. You're welcome. All right, what else are you jamming on? Anything else? Angie Parra? What? <clears throat> Angie yeah. Parra? What? Angie Parra was fucking awesome. Is he thank, thank you so much for turning me on to him. That You're dude is amazing. You're welcome. I yeah, know. He's, he is beyond amazing. He is way beyond amazing. Way beyond amazing. So have you gotten into all his records and all that shit now? Nope. Fucking lame. Had him on your show and you still don't have all his shit. I don't have all of his shit, no. I had you on my show. I don't have all of your shit. I don't have all of my shit. I don't have all of my shit. Shit out there. Every now and then I'll get an email with, hey, look what I found. I played on that. Oh, yep, that's me playing. Son of a bitch. I don't remember it. So I, I loved I loved that when I got your album, you were like, um, I don't remember which ones I'm on. Oh, when I see <laughs> the avant garde dog record? Yeah. You're like, I think I'm on this one, that one, that one, and this one. I think I'm just not look really, at, I don't remember. Just look at the fucking liner notes. You'll find it. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. Wow. All right. So, anything else you want to plug? What are you listening to, wise? Can we move on? May we move on with my show? Yeah. Everything else I listen to is is really a podcast. Well, give so. me a couple of good ones. All right. You want to know my favorite one? Mm-hmm. The Bar Star Podcast, featuring some guy who thinks he's a drummer. <laughs> This is not your favorite podcast. Seriously, what's your favorite podcast? He knows that he's a, not a real musician, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. This guy knows he's not an actual musician, right? I love him. That's my buddy, Tom Knight. I love me some Tom Knight. Does he say actual? think so. I could be wrong. Hmm. Well, I have three different ones that I use. That's a, that's a good one to go with. I like that. <laughs> as soon as we hang up on this call you're gonna go back to my shows and go son of a bitch he does have three one no three i know you do he, he says three different things um because mm -hmm. i tried to use those when i was making that commercial and i sent it to you and you're like this doesn't even make sense i don't know what the fuck you're doing yeah no no now? no 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 sir no sir so I listen to the Barstar podcast. I listen to the Adam Carolla show. I mm -hmm. to. I've listened to the Adam Carolla show since the very first day it came out. No um, shit. And they just celebrated ten years last week, two weeks ago. That's crazy. So it's uh, like twenty seven hundred and fifty episodes or something like that. Um, and I was there from day one, so I'm pretty proud of that. Nice. Um, but also, I listen to Tell Him Steve Dave. That's another one of my favorites. Um, that is. Based on some, it's not based on. It's some characters. Do you know who Kevin Smith is? Yes, clerk yes. and chasing yeah, yeah, yeah. dogma yeah. and all that shit. Yep. So this is some of his friends, and so it's on his network. But uh, I love that show. Tell him Steve, Dave. They're just nice. the three dudes. It's one of the guys from Impractical Jokers, and um, sounds vaguely familiar. I know I've seen clips of that show. Yeah, it's it's fucking everywhere. But yeah, so those and. Um, 
Well, I mean, I can just look, right? Girl, you can do whatever. Friend. Oh, thanks. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and then there's this podcast I started listening to a couple of months ago. It's called Caskets and Cocktails. It is about a... Uh, I want to say this woman is maybe mid to late 30s. And she has a glass of wine while she's talking to her father, who's in his 70s. And he regales us with stories of the 35 years he spent working in owning cemeteries. And so um, there's a lot of different stories about all, all the kinds of crazy shit that happens, you know, in in the funeral business. That sounds kind of cool. I, I don't know how cool, but kind of cool. Keep on. Um it starts off pretty good, and there's only, I think, 19 episodes or something, so it's pretty new, like yours, but... Um, I have 55, 4, That's what I said. That's what I said. You're almost almost half of mine. That's cool. Nah, bro, don't worry about it. It's cool. It's cool, man. Don't worry about it. Don't cry. Bro. Hey, don't cry, bro. Bro, bro, bro. You got one more bro, and I am for real hanging up. Um, me too. (laughs) (laughs) So that show is kind of cool. And one of the things I like the most about it is that it's short. It's it's somewhere around a half hour. Gotcha. Um, Because, you know, a lot of shows like Joe Rogan's is fucking three and a half hours or whatever it is. Who's got that kind of time? It can be. Um, It can be. Well, apparently you did when you were working in the bank. Yeah, no shit. No shit. And Pete Holmes, I used to listen to him. Touche, motherfucker. But now Pete Holmes doesn't do a show unless it's three hours long. I don't know who the hell that is. That's fine. His show got canceled today. His TV show got canceled today. Oh, crashing really? on Crashing on HBO? I don't have HBO. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> I like when I say shit to you and you go, I, I got nothing. Yes. I, got, I, I got nothing. Yes. Yeah. I got it's nothing. fine. It's fine. So that's what I'm listening to. What are you listening to? Uh, I can't tell you. <laughs> oh, that's right. You can't. <laughs> like, I legitimately cannot tell you. Oh, why? Because it's a special, it's a secret project. It's no, a super, it, super secret project. It's, it's my holy shit did this fucking happen secret project. Yeah, I bet. That's pretty cool. I mean, whatever it is, it's got to be neat or you wouldn't be giddy like a fucking, like Shirley Temple about it. Yeah, I send you her too. <laughs> I love that. I use that all the fucking time. Do you? I love it. I love it. I use it all the time. No, I, I really I really can't say what I'm listening to uh, because I am in the process of learning a, a another mountain of tunes. Um, but in due time, I, I can promise you this, my dear loyal listeners. I will tell you way before it happens. I won't wait till after the show like I did. With Jimmy Lee King. Just FYI. So you guys will have plenty of notice to either tell me I'm full of shit or congratulate me. I prefer the congratulations. Just FYI. You do? Well, yeah. Anything to feed my ego. Oh, well. I mean, that makes all the sense. Right. Duh. Old old dude plays drums. I need my ego fed. All right, so we we plugged all your shit that you're listening to, but we need to plug the most important shit before I let you go. Your shit. Where can everybody find you? Now, there is the ad on the end of my episodes, 
plugging your shit, which is my favorite. Hey guys, this is Steve Owens with an important <laughs> message. I'm awesome. I bet you thought I was going to say You're something. Say something else, else didn't you? But nope. But nope. I'm, I'm awesome. Awesome. What's important here is that I am awesome. When I started this show. All right, stop. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm not playing that fucking ad on this show because you're on it. Oh, you better not forget to put that in. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. There's been enough me for sure. Uh, seriously, where can everybody find you? You can find Fascination Street Podcast at fascinationstreetpodcast.com. And Stop. also, Stop. that was so rehearsed. I know, right? It sounded rehearsed. Sounds uh, my show is, you, can, <laughs> you can find my show everywhere where podcasts are available. And my favorite thing to tell people right now is that if you walk over to your handy-dandy Amazon Alexa device and you say, Alexa, play the podcast Fascination Street, she will start playing the most recent episode of my show. No shit. I love that. That's kind of cool. And FYI, uh, fans of the Bar Star podcast... If you walk up to your handy-dandy Amazon Alexa device and you say, Alexa, play the Bar Star podcast, she will start playing the most recent episode of the Bar Star podcast. Get the fuck out of here. Seriously? Yes, sir. Look at that. We're kind of a big deal, you and I. Yes, sir. That is the truth. I mean, our initials are S-O. And we're also both not 47. And <laughs> No, actually, technically, that's a lie. My initials are S-O-R. The proper way to un- to abbreviate an apostrophated name. An no apostrophated? shit. Is it a feated or a faded? A name with an apostrophe in it is yes. You you include the first letter, the apostrophe, and the second capital letter. So it's actually, my initials are actually S-O apostrophe R period. So you put the O in the in the abbreviation? I mean the apostrophe in the abbreviation? Mm-hmm. Yep. You're, technically you're supposed to. That's the old school way to do it. Yes. A lot of people don't. Now, I don't put the apostrophe. I just sign S-O-R if I have to initial something. But here's here's the funniest part about that whole thing, being all serious like that. When I actually put my full initials, I'm a fucking spore. That's gross, bro. You just broed me, you fucking prick. Is it Paul? Yeah, that's my middle name. That's the only P that there is, right? <laughs> oh, it could be Patrick. It could be Patrick. Patrick it could be Philip. Patrick O'Reilly. Hey, that was pretty good. Look at you. Yeah, yeah. It could be Philip. It could be Patrick. It could be. It could be Phyllis. Oh, it's definitely Phyllis. So be Phyllis. Yes. Stephanie Phyllis. But yeah, anyway, it's Stephanie Pamela. (laughs) Not Anderson. Wait. Now I'm Anderson. Nice. You're welcome. That was just for you. Okay, so and you, where's your website? What or what is, is your website? Which, of course, I will put all that information in the show notes. Of course, scroll down, folks, and check out the show notes. So, if you're having trouble finding me everywhere, uh, just go to fascinationstreetpod.com, and uh, you can find all my episodes there, all 119 of them. Thanks for rubbing that in. And you can find him on Twitter at GoFuckYourself at TwitterFace.com. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he, you're not wrong. <laughs> at Fascination Street on Twitter. and Inst- On Twitter, it is at Fascination STPD because Fascination Street Podcast is too long. So it's Fascination STPD. Nice. On, on, that's on Twitter. And then on Instagram, I believe it is the same. 
I think it is on Instagram the same, actually. I'm that, pretty that's, sure. That sounds right. No, on Instagram, it's Fascination Street Pod. My right, apologies. that's what I said. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. My, my apologies. It's totally what the fuck I said. And you're on Facebook and all that shit, too, right? I, I do have a Facebook page. It's Fascination Street Podcast. Yeah, Fascination Street Podcast has its own Facebook page. I'm Steve Owens. Um, I'm the one wearing the super gay shirt with my super sexy wife. That's my profile picture. I got nothing with you anymore. I'm done with you. You like that? <laughs> that was pretty good. All right, dude. Also, you can find me on Vero. That's V-E-R-O. That is a social media platform. You can find me as Steve Owens, O-W-E-N-S, and you'll see the, my logo for my podcast on there. You can also find me on WeChat, which is the Chinese version of Twitter. And you could find me on there as Fascination Street. That's all I got. That's, that's enough. enough of, that's enough, yeah, right? Yeah, that's enough. That's like 80 fucking social media. So blocks. you could find me on Snapchat, but I'll never know it <laughs> because I don't know how to fucking use Snapchat. And my kids think it's hilarious that I'm a Dumbo. <laughs> Dude, I love your face. Thank you for taking the time to do the show with me. Dude, it was absolutely my pleasure. And uh, it was uh, good to... Both talk to you and see your face. At the same I, mean, I'm not, I don't love your face, but it's alright. I love my face. You literally love your face. I do. Bitch, have you seen that show? <laughs> Dude, seriously, we're out of here. I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna not hang up, but we're gonna end the show. And uh, sure. thank you for taking the time. You guys, make sure you check out his podcast and all his social medias and of course i will do an intro and an outro later at another time to be announced i am out of here anything you got to say last words yes go what? get out and go do some shit good job Literally. Go, go do some shit like awesome. i say every week motherfucker you don't ever say that shit i do i say it with you as i'm listening oh you're so cute Wow, if you were sitting in front of me, I would totally fucking punch you in your throat. <laughs> Brother, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for taking the time, man. All right, bye, buddy. Well, that's it, kids. That's the show for the week. I took a nap while you guys were listening to that because we talked for a long time. Steve is awesome. Really cool dude. Really great guy. He's genuine. Uh, I like him because as I am with him, what you see is what you get. He's a great dude. He was a great hang. He's got some really cool shit going on his show, so you guys need to make sure you check it out. Support him as you do me. And don't forget to please go to my website, order some t-shirts, support the show, and also use Amazon through my website. If you go to my website in the bottom left-hand corner of every page, there will be a link to go straight to Amazon. You can bookmark that link. And every time you order something through that link, uh, Amazon just kicks me back a little bit of money, help me out with the show for things like learning how to fucking Skype. Apparently, I need classes for that shit. Anyway, I hope you guys learned something. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you got some laughs out of it. Uh, I did. I laughed my ass off. Like I said, Steve is an awesome dude. He's got a great show. You need to check it out. And that's it. Opening was short. Closing is short. Kentucky in the spring, early spring. You'll have 87 seasons in 47 minutes. Fucking sucks. But I still dig it here. It's home now. I've been here 12 years. Not going anywhere. 
at least not today, maybe in a few months. Who knows? Anyway, that's it. I'm out of here. Go check out my sponsors. Go to my website. Go to Steve's website. All of his stuff will be in the show notes, so make sure you check that out. And as I say at the end of every episode, go do some shit. Seriously, beat it. Get the fuck out of here. Go wipe your nose. I gotta go wipe my nose and maybe take a hot salt bath or something, whatever those old school remedies are for gophers and box voices. I don't really know. I got nothing. I'm out of here. I love your faces, and uh, I'll see you when I see you. So until next time, I will talk at you soon.